It's your boy Dukes, and this is After Sports Talks. You can catch us on Monday at 3 p.m. on The Real 1100 and iHeartRadio. Let's go! Yo, 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 we back, baby. And guess what else back, man? Guess what else is back? Football is back. We've been waiting a long time for it. Finally. I've been losing sleep. All of that, man. But it's back now. And guess what? It's not going nowhere. It's here every single weekend, Monday, Thursday. We got it, baby. Friday. Friday. Football Friday. Let's get to it. You can watch football every day. I mean, where I can... How you feel about that, Bo? Hey, man, I'm just excited. I'm excited for what's to come. It's a lot of a lot of exciting things happening this no, weekend. Hold, hold on a second. We, we can't have football every day. I don't, I don't want to see Tuesday night or Wednesday night football. Tuesday football. Wednesday football. <laughs> every day football. Every I mean, day. I mean, look, at, at a certain point, you know, because I'm a basketball head, I, that's, that's my love, so... At some point of the season where things aren't going well, whether it's my fantasy football team or my Pittsburgh Steelers, whatever the case may be, I may itch for a little basketball. I may itch for, you know, the baseball playoffs. You know, some things that I that'll be able to get my mind off of football, but look, man. The first like the first yeah. few weeks of football, that's all that matters right now. I'm sorry. It's it's special. I, I gotta agree with that. Like we all know, I'm you know Braves baseball is my thing. We 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 know I'm preparing myself for the playoffs. But come on, man, it's football, baby. People getting smacked around. Got them young boys out there balling. My Falcons out there losing, but that's besides the point, though. Football is back, and we're gonna get into it, man. We're we gonna get to them Falcons too. Man. Uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna talk about. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm a Falcons fan. We all know that. But we're going to have to talk about this. We're going to have to figure this out right now. I'm not leaving the studio until we figure out why we are so cursed, why we can't hold leads. Look, man, just stay with us. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we get back, we're diving right into them dirty, dirty, dirty birds. At Just for Pets Wellness Center, our expert veterinary team provides personal, professional, and compassionate services to your beloved pets. You can rely on us for pet wellness exams, medical care and treatments, dentistry, and surgical care. We provide a clean, safe, and caring environment for dogs, cats, and pocket pets with exceptional care, always the standard. We're doggone good and the cat's meow. Visit our website for more information at www.just4petsfl.vet or give us a call at 239-270-5721. Classic. 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 Classics are forever. Being unique and creative is a gift. Represent it well and respect will be granted. Get your classics apparel today at classicsbrand.com. Classics isn't just a brand, it's a lifestyle. Classic. Hi there, healthy people. Do you have a healthy product or service? If you are a certified medical professional, fitness trainer, author, or chef, Old Fashioned Health would love to promote your services or product on the Old Fashioned Health radio show. Please reach out to us. Call 404-793-3960 or email us at oldfashionedhealth at gmail.com. You can also contact us at oldfashionedhealth.com. Old Fashioned Health, 
good health inside and out. We back, baby. And look, man. So, Bo, I messed up. I'm not going to lie. I messed up. What'd you, what'd you mess up on? I did something that I knew I shouldn't have done. Man, after that first quarter. So, look, I was leaving my dad's, you know, had to see him Sunday morning like I always do. The first thing I did when I got in the car was check the score of the Falcon Saints game because you know I can't stand them ain'ts, man. Can't stand them boys. They came in our city. They was talking that crap like they always do, and we was whooping that butt all up and down the field. Got on my phone, and I said, I'm going to let these people know how I feel. And I said, when we get this dub over these ain'ts, I'm going to show out. I'm going to act up. I'm going to turn up. Super confident. We ain't got the halftime yet. Mm. We ain't got the halftime. Mm. And I'm already saying we got the dub. Now, you know how Falcons fans do. You, you, you know how this go with us. You know how this go with me. Every time I get to talking confidently about what these birds going to do, they don't do anything. You know, I'm going to – I'll say this. You know, playing against – the division rival Saints, or what you call the Aints, that I mean, that matchup alone brings out the different emotions out of both fan bases. And I'm going to, you know, I I, I always get on you about your love for the Falcons, but I, I'm going to side with you. With, I understand what y'all were feeling yesterday. I get it tired of this you, you you saw it it was like right there you know first game of the season I mean the Saints looked terrible at the beginning of the game but I mean the first even the first three quarters the Saints did not look like the team that I mean I would put the Saints at the beginning of the season as being a you know Tampa Bay number one in that division but the Saints played them very well last year like the Saints had a good season they got Jameis back. Jameis played well before he got hurt. Mr. Crab leg himself. I was looking at the game saying, hmm, let me go look and see what the Colts are doing. And I saw, hmm, maybe it was Matt Ryan. Like That man had over 350 yards yesterday. Maybe it was Matt Ryan that the reason why these, these Falcon bird people can't close out a game. But... Man, Matt Ryan, I mean, they, they tied. They, they got a tie, you know. There's context, though, to that it, game. It is, it is. Because they had to throw a lot to get back. In the, they were down 20-3. to three. But the right. fact is that they got back into the game by throwing. That I, I don't care wh- what the score was. I don't care what the context was. The context was, to me, Matt Ryan had over 350 yards passing. Context was he didn't take an L with the Falcons. Context was... I think Marcus Mariota threw maybe seven complete passes the entire game. That's my context. That's what I saw. Is that a surprise? You know, Mariota's been in the league for what? This is year um, eight? This is year seven. Seven? Okay, so he was a starter at one point. And then... He hasn't been a starter in a long time. In a long time. It's It's a reason I see. I mean, look, I'm saying bench him. Bring in who we drafted. I mean, I don't understand the the point. Ritter, Why are we I mean, it's Ritter, week one, man. I don't. I, don't I, I I'm tired of this, Greg. 
I'm not doing this for another year. I'm 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 not going through this. That, that's why you have to put Ritter in. You have a fan base that's tired. That's tired. tired. We but are listen, tired. You, look like this. I I don't see the Falcons as a playoff team. Absolutely not. Hold but on. shouldn't they? Hold on. Oh, that that can't be a surprise. Pause, man. Come on, man. To, to, to them, why are we it talking crazy? Is. What you mean? All this talent and we're not a playoff team? They're, they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. I'm, in case you didn't know. This okay, is, so to the reasonable Falcons fans. <laughs> we're, we're not a playoff how, team. how many is like six of those? Yeah, six or seven, yeah. Uh, Get off this, man. But next year, you're going – C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young will be available in the draft. Or maybe if Ritter plays well but you still lose games, you can uh, get Will Anderson. Right, but but you have to see. You're gonna need to see, because right. You, so Ritter will eventually play, but not starting week two. Okay, look. too soon. And what? And was it Mariota's fault that the Saints got back in the game? Yes, <laughs> yes, he fumbled. How do you fumble? Yo, That's what he does, though. You he, he, you he you fumble, fumble a like, snap he, he in, in crunch time that ruined the game. If we got that first down, we win. Period. We win. That's why he lost I his celebrate. job in Tennessee. Because I'm hungover here. All the good things happen and need to happen. But that's not – I'm not hungover right now. I should be. We, we were supposed to beat the Saints. I mean, think about it. When Mariota was in Tennessee, when Tannehill took over – Look what happened. It, it, I mean, up. Tannehill didn't do anything special. But hand it to Derrick Henry. But but yeah. manage the game better. Be a, be a game manager. That's all. Mariota – could have done Look, exactly what Tennessee did. We can't even did. get his name right because he's, he's that irrelevant to me right now. We can call him whatever we need to call him, Bo, because until he proves me differently, he's, his, he's going to be, I'm going to call him TBD because that's what his job position is right now for me. <laughs> TBD. Man, the Falcons, the Falcons, the Falcons. I'm torn. So, like, so, so let's, just, let's just think about this. Do we want the Falcons to win, which means Mariota continues to play, or do we just want him to go ahead and just lose the next three weeks so we can get him out of here? If y'all were Falcon fans, well, I'm, I'm, what I'm would gonna, you want? I'm going to take the side of what Greg said earlier. If I was a Falcon fan, I would be thinking about next year. I would be thinking <laughs> about – because, you know, I know you hate on Bama and all this, right? right? That's cool. But what I saw on Saturday – and Bryce Young, yeah, he's a leader. Cool, calm, collective and we guy. Need that. Like Fields, he right is now. the best player in college football right now. Uh, Bryce Young, yeah, okay. He looks okay. like, yeah, he's the only player in college football in history in, in in my recent memory that I've seen play that plays at his own pace. Yeah, yeah. That early, like most most of the time, guys don't have that. They don't yet. learn. They, that they don't. It's too early. Yeah. He literally, he's taking off, scrambling, loafing, like looking like he's like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. like he's not even he's not running. He's not rattled at he's all. He's just, he's really, the throws that he made on Saturday, I, I know you want to have a whole spill about how the receiver But not against core, Bryce, though. But Bryce Young, would. that's what I would be thinking about. Look, let me clear the air right now. Let me clear the air. Because we're going to talk about Bama and all. Let me clear the air. Correct. I don't like Bama. I, I, I respect what they've done throughout the years. I, I think they, they've had the greatest program in my lifetime. I think Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach ever. 
but they are not the Bama that we grew up watching anymore. I said this last year when Georgia took the crown, that Bama will never be the same again. Look, yeah, they got a week one win, but it was a struggle against a Texas team that we might need to consider being one of the best right now. That's a a whole other story. But the point is, Bama is not what they used to be, but I have never, ever disrespected Bryce Young. Even last year, I said, that boy is the truth. Like, the reason why they beat us the first time last year was because of Bryce. Like, he, we didn't have an answer for him. He, he did everything he needed to do as a quarterback, as a leader. Yeah, he had targets. His best receiver went down, and they just, they just were still rolling. I mean, like, this year he doesn't have targets. But what I can say is he was composed. <laughs> I mean. I haven't seen a guy that composed in a game, like, in big games. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen a, yeah. a player look like that. They were – if they did not have Bryce, they would have lost that game. Absolutely. And I hope Nick Saban went to the locker room and told his team that. Just just a tough a, a tough love. But if we didn't have Bryce, we would have lost today. He came through. He plays. I mean, he's what? He, he, he's he's small. Yeah. He, he, he He's not an easy Actually, guy to bring down. delivering hit. I seen him go down a few times, but he was lowering that shoulder. He's not just going down. He's running like he Josh Allen. out of that little. sack. Was that third and long? Yeah, got about it there. Or, or, no, that was fourth down. Got up Fourth down. Got up out of there. Got up out of there. Got up out of there. But look, I'm not going to spend my time talking about Bama, you know, because we already know who the best team in college football is. But before we get to college football, man, let's go ahead and run through the NFL games real quick. Y'all had y'all a little, a little, a little one yesterday, hey, look, man. man. Hey, look, we're going to take it. You know, when you play week one against a team, first off, a, your rival. So it's going to be, you know, outside of the Ravens, when we play the Bengals, those are going to be some of the most physical games yeah. that that have been played in in in, in our era. Right. You know, some of the biggest hits that we can remember. I mean, players being taken out of games. Right. That's that. That's that matchup. And that's a good one. You know, we came out and we did exactly what I thought our defense would. Do. Our offense. Kind of surprised me a little bit. Kind of. I mean, I will say we we had no running game. None. We were not able to get Najee went he out. Wasn't. You know, we were not able to get him going while he was in. Right. We, we, we Our running game, Trubisky, we, we don't even know. Like, we didn't even see his legs. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm going to yeah. be honest with you. We, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't run the ball well nope. at all. But well, those receivers. I'll say, man, Mitch – has a strong arm. I saw him make we've some always throws. Known. We've always known. Yeah. Off his back foot. Like, yeah. he made some throws and extended some drives. Absolutely. And then, the I mean, you got the defense is top tier. We, but, you know, we. Of course, we, five turnovers. Five turnovers, man. Actually, six turnovers. He threw four picks and two fumbles. You so know, well, well, one of those fumbles, the, the, the Bengals got back. But it forced, uh, yeah. they, it forced him right, to punt right. because of the. Two I still roll. count it because <laughs> that defense was flying around. And, and I, it's not without you know it's, we we we're gonna have some injury. We have some injuries. Oh boy, it's a big one too. T.J. Watt. It's not looking yeah, too good. I read. Yeah, he's no. done. He's getting his second, third opinion. Man, that's that's not good. That's not good. Najee man. Harris is not. It's not looking like super serious or anything like man. that. But and they say he rolled. He rolled his ankle. Right. It, okay. It, you so know, he, he'll be back. He, he was dealing with a foot issue in training camp. You know, we have another foot issue now. We, you know, do you want to kind of be easy with him? Look, you man, w- well, one person we're not mentioning, and I want to be sure he gets his flowers, 
The Steelers didn't win that game yesterday. Mika Fitzpatrick won the game yesterday. Man. <laughs> He was all over the place. Let's just be serious here. He was filling the run. I mean, he he was coming up in the run. Yeah. I mean, land 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 the wood, land down. He was hit stick. I mean, outside of that penalty that he got, the personal foul penalty after the interception, right? And looking back on that, even that wasn't like something he did maliciously. He was going in that direction. He kind of didn't have anywhere yeah, else to go. He, he didn't. So. I, you know, he, he did have some chippy plays that I thought he might have was doing too much, like messing with Joe Mixon too much. And, yeah. But I I, I, I love it, man. I Cam Both Hayward. Around, man. Cam Hayward went out for a little bit with yeah. the injury. I think he came back in. Right. Uh, but Cam Hayward is the – he's the backbone of that defensive and interior defense. Absolutely. He's been that for a long for time. For a long time. He yeah. is – Cam Hayward is a Hall of Fame player. We're looking at a Hall of Fame interior defensive lineman right there. Absolutely, man. So, another big win that I have to give his flowers to, too, is Justin Fields and the Bears, man. Let's talk about him. We know I've been loving Fields since he went to Georgia and left. I always knew that when he got to the NFL, he was going to be that same composed player that we were talking about Bryce now. It's another, another young boy that just... He's just ahead of his time. He's he's so mature, you know. He started off the game a little a, a little shaky. Well, that's a big win over the 49ers, who I did not expect to lose in week one. How do you feel about that, man? It feels in the Bears. Um, I, I this is how I feel about it. I don't really. I believe the 49ers gave up on Jimmy too soon. Yeah. You know, Jimmy's kind of just people just been giving up on him his his whole career, and you know, I don't think Trey Lance was the guy to give up on Jimmy for. Yeah, like I, I'm not like Trey Lance is still young; he could still be a guy, you know. But when we talk about you just said Justin Fields, I don't look at Trey Lance as being as composed for sure. as. You know, and 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 I and I think Trey Lance has a better skill set than Justin Fields. I agree too, all around at that QB position. But you know, Justin Fields He's is right a here. winner. It's mental. It it, it 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 comes down to just mentality, man. And and yeah, like you said, just winning, just knowing how to do it, being trained to do it. I feel like Fields. You know, I I can't comparing their their careers. I I say they felt they both felt pressure. But shout out to Justin's upbringing, man. You know, I, I watched a lot of docs on him and how his parents raised him and, and brought him to this point going to bed. Like, outstanding young man. I, I I love that kid, and I hope he continues to do what he's doing. So, but yeah, that game was good. Rams got Whoa. killed. One more thing with the uh, – do you think that – you're saying that they gave up on Jimmy too soon. Do you think that it was a money issue why they put in Trey Lance now? Because the, the trend has been – if you have a young quarterback, you you know what you're going to pay him for five years. So you have five years to try to win a championship, and you're going to pay the defensive players. You're going to pay other players around him until you have to pay him. That it's harder to win when you're paying your quarterback a lot of money. Thanks. Thanks. No, so put him in now, and they probably and I I think with Jimmy G, they may have given up on him at the right time because. When you watch that NFC Championship game last year and on that last drive where they had a chance to, I believe, tie the game or win the game, 
there was he just didn't have I, I don't I didn't have that confidence like oh he can drive them down the field yeah same. it just didn't happen yeah and then I, don't, he gets, I, don't, I don't believe in Jimmy either I just and then that Super Bowl is the same feeling like I I don't know if he's gonna do, I don't think he's gonna do I guess it. I'm torn I guess I'm indifferent because judging from last season they he, he had a decent year right like he, he had a good year but it's almost like to leaning towards Greg is saying I feel like it would have been the same thing all, all right, over right, again. Right, right, it, right. He's not going to be a, uh, a get-you-over-the-hump guy. He'll get you close. He'll get you around the way. Right. You know, but I feel like they've invested in Trey Lance. Yeah, facts. Like, it'd be different if Trey Lance was just some guy that they drafted in the, you know, in the, you know later rounds, and we'll see, you know, yeah, they they moved up they to moved number three up to, get, to him. get him. So they want to see a return on that investment as soon as possible. Like it's, I'm a little surprised that they, well, it's surprised and not surprised that they didn't start him last year. That that, but that that's the big thing. Only they, I think they only did that because, well, in his last college season, he only played one game. Right. So he has not been in a game situation. For a long time at that point so but at the same time they're thinking we know what we have to pay him for five years we've already wasted a year in a way so we have four years to try to get this thing done before we have to decide if we're going to pay him or if we're starting all over again by getting another quarterback well they the need super to get some re- windows are they, they're they not open to, long they need to get some help around them if that's what they want to do because kittle's He's been a hurt boy since he's, you know, since that year that he came in and was like, is he the next, you know, tight end, you know, and Kittles has all the qualities to be that guy. Great blocker, too. All around. All around. Like, yeah, man, Kittles. Fast, athletic, big target in the red zone. Runs, you know, those Iowa Iowa boys at tight end. Kittle, Hawkinson. Noah Fant. They gonna yeah. block. They gonna do all. They gonna do all the facets of what they're asked to do. Oh yeah, they are. But you know they don't. You know Debo. Like just think, Debo was like not a running back. Yeah. A few years ago, like he was just a wide receiver. Like they moved him because of all the injuries and lack of talent in the skill position places. For sure. So how? At, at what point? It doesn't matter who you have, you know, behind your center. It At doesn't. what point are you going to get some talent, right, to be able to show what those guys can do, right? Cause because they gave up so much. As much as like, I thought, yeah, they, 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 of course, they need to move on for Jimmy. Jimmy never really had much, <laughs> you, you know, like he never really had much. But I mean, you know, you know, I. I'm curious to see what, what's going to happen there. Um, I don't. I, I don't know, man. I, I think Lance is going to end up being better than Jimmy, but I guess we'll see. And with no pieces, it, it really doesn't matter now. Big win for the Giants. That boy Saquon is back. Hey, man, look, they have a good team. Saquon, yeah. you know, Daniel Jones is going to settle. I, I, I've always liked his competitive, you know, his competitive spirit out right. there. He, he, he'll take off, run. He'll, he'll do whatever it takes. I think 
They got a good thing going over there. Saquon in an easy division. They Galladay, have a the division. Very easy division. Dak got hurt. Yep. He's gonna be out for some weeks. That boy's trash. Philly looks. I mean, they definitely almost, you know, gave up that game in the, you know, with Detroit. Yeah. But before they started giving up those points in the end, look, look and we, we're not going to just run past Detroit either. So look, when I drafted DeAndre Swift in my fantasy league, and mind you, yes, I, I lost week one. I'm not gonna get into it. Whatever, my team sucks. But DeAndre Swift is pretty good. Am I right or am I right? I think. I think Swift has always been pretty solid since he's been in the league. I think his only thing has been staying healthy, being able to be out there. I think when he's been able to play, he's produced for them. So, with Swift healthy all season, top five running back in the league right now? Top five? Ooh, I don't know because they they split care- – they have a – Jamal Williams back there too. They they gonna steal touchdowns. Yeah, they they share steal touchdowns for sure. Yeah, they, they share workload. I, I think if he was kind of a uh, you know a back that was not in that situation, right? Maybe I think the only back that could do that might be like a Chubb. You know. You know, and 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 I this was one of my favorite players in the league. He's always overlooked. I drafted him too. People look at me like I'm crazy when I do these things. But Amon Ra St. Brown. I like that kid, man. I don't know if y'all watched Hard Knocks because it was the Lions. Obviously, this year it's like, why, why, why would I watch that? It's the Lions. I did. I watched it because I really wanted to see what they were going to be showing with him and his work ethic and what he does. I don't know if you know his story, y'all, but if you don't, tune in to this kid, okay? The next few years, he's going to be one of the better receivers out here because of his work ethic. He works hard, and he had a hell of a game, man. How you feel about him? And you're gonna uh, well, you're gonna see it like he has a brother who plays for the Packers. Yep, Equinemius or something like that. Yeah, um, <laughs> something like that. And he, and he has a, a younger brother, I believe is at Stanford right now. He's gonna get drafted too. Yeah. So you know there, there is um, there's a lot of potential with him, and I think because of how he finished last season. Yeah. Uh, coming into that, bringing what what happened with last season. Uh, he's going to be, I think he's going to be their number one receiver. Absolutely, without a doubt. And people were doubting his, I guess, production this year due to, you know, there's, there's more hands to feed now. You know, Swift is back. He's healthy. They, they gained a few more receivers in the, in, in the core. But, no, I, I, I knew, like you said, with how he ended last year, yo, keep that targets high because he's going to produce. And I, that's the last thing I'm going to say about that. He okay. blocks, too. The, the, he's strong. That, that boy is a workhorse. Like I said, I don't know if you've been watching the boys are their, uh, their dad was a bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah. like a Mister Olympia. So he's or been working out since he was like you know out the womb, like for real, for real, like in the basement, like four in the morning before school stuff. It's, it's in him. He he receiver working like a like like a yeah, it's ridiculous, bro. Just tune in to him, man. Look, let's take a quick break, get a song in, some commercials, and when we get back, we're gonna talk about them Georgia Bulldogs and why we will win another championship. Stay with us. Just for Pets Wellness Center reminds old-fashioned health listeners and pet owners to never leave pets unattended inside a parked vehicle, not even for a quick errand. Temperatures can rise to dangerous levels fast. Visit our website for more information at www.just4petsfl.vet or give us a call at 239-270-5721. Hi, 
Hi, I'm Dr. Carissa Hines of Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, and I'm here to help you make sense of medicine. Join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. for clear, informative conversations about health issues. Don't be intimidated by fancy medical speak. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on Real 1100 a.m. Learn what questions to ask your doctor about your medical conditions. Then let's talk about your health. Be sure to listen to The Wellness Enclave with Dr. Donna Sewell, a podcast that explores emotional health and its impact on everyday life. In The Enclave, we will address emotional health and how it is connected to other parts of your life, such as physical health, relationships, spirituality, and even decision-making. The Wellness Enclave with Dr. Sewell can be found on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Hi there, healthy people. Do you have a healthy product or service? If you are a certified medical professional, fitness trainer, author, or chef, Old Fashioned Health would love to promote your services or product on the Old Fashioned Health radio show. Please reach out to us. Call 404-793-3960 or email us at oldfashionedhealth at gmail.com. You can also contact us at oldfashionedhealth.com. Old Fashioned Health, good health inside and out. All right, baby, we back at it. Dog still on top. Look, y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it now. We're going to win another championship this year. There's nobody's going to stop this. I don't care what what 12-team, 14 playoff bracket. It, it, it doesn't matter. There's nobody going to stop the Georgia Bulldogs this year. Y'all feel differently or what? Greg, you want to? Um. The schedule says they should go undefeated. Easiest schedule in college football. Finally. I mean, finally. Finally. Y'all always have an easy schedule. Uh, Come on. Every every, every three years. But their own division has been eh, for a very long time. Here we go. And look, you can't help who you play. They have you on that side of the division or that side of the conference. Then that's what it is. South Carolina, Kent State, Mizzo. Auburn, Vandy, Florida. We just saw majority SEC schools, Tennessee. and we know our conference is toughest. So, so enjoy it while you can, because when these super conferences happen, oh <laughs> I can't wait. Because the the thing has been over these years to 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 just be honest, like going way back, LSU and Alabama have missed opportunities because. They They are in the same division. I'm not hearing these excuses y'all throwing out here, man. No, I'm saying it's supposed to happen. Better than this, but no, y'all just came out making excuses. If this was Bama that won last year, this conversation would have not started like this. Well, no, because in my opinion, it doesn't matter who's who's on the schedule. When we come out with the super conferences, it doesn't matter who's on the schedule. It doesn't matter who. Nobody says that when Bama wins, though. When Georgia come off a championship year, this this no one ever says Bama has an easy schedule. Whatever. Oh my. Georgia had this is our because easiest schedule play. we've had in years. That y'all do realize that, right? And like, like, That's I'm why I'm saying cat. I'm expecting them. Yeah. Like it's no, it's no surprise. And y'all understand it doesn't matter which part of the conference we were in last year. That would have resulted in the same way. Nobody could score on us. We had one touchdown outside of the Bama game allowed on us the whole season. That does not change. So what I want you to understand, or what I want when I ask you is, I bring out disease. The 
action, the defense that y'all had last year, and I sat here and I told you, I said, y'all got the best defense in college football. And I, and I know we lost a lot of pieces this year, right? That, that, that was a thing. That was a thing, right? Do we you, did. Do you think you guys are in the even close to being as good as last year? To being year's as defense? good as you were last year. I mean, come on. With the pieces that we had last year, you, you that can't. is all time defense. Come on, that's all time. That's, that's not fair, bro. Jordan Davis, come on, bro. Like, come on. Just him alone. Well, I'm just, I'm just letting you know, man. Like, but let's the, be clear. The things that, that you defense, can rely on, and like, I, I don't want no capping right now, guys. Because y'all, y'all watch the games and whatever. We haven't whatever gone around. What defense in college football right now is better? I'll wait. I mean, who's better, right? What college football team to, to defense still, is better right now? To me, it's still now. Too it's, early. it's too early, huh? It's too because, early. I mean, yeah. it's only been two games. Because, I don't. You know, I you don't know the beginning of college football. Y'all most, watch sports most teams heavy. Don't play y'all watch like games. Anybody. What team? I mean, has I know they haven't allowed close? a touchdown yet, but it, y'all it's two that? games. How many touchdowns Bama allow? I don't know. I don't know the score of their first game, but against uh, they Texas, scored, they allowed one. Right. I think. I think they. I think they didn't allow. Uh, let me ask a better question. Game. How I many points? Oh yeah. They, they, How many points Bama allowed this year? How many points Georgia allowed this year? I'll wait. Uh, what? Talking about twenty three points. <laughs> two games. I'll, I'll wait. It's you can see a lot in two games. But you know, this is this is what. Falcon, Georgia fans. Oh, here we go. Now, we, now we're just gonna. This is just, what just throwing them together. We have to clump you guys together just because us. this is how you all act. Week two, you know, two games have been played, bro. Oh man, Bama had a this, I had a that. shootout with Texas. Not a shoot. I won't say a shoot. It wasn't a it was shootout. Twenty to nineteen. But it was a game. <laughs> it was a game. I'm gonna be honest with you. You you sat up here just a few moments ago, and you said that. I think Texas is one of the best teams in college football. They are, but guess they what? They went from so, unranked so, to ranked, so, and they lost. So, so if they're, so if they're, they're one of the better teams in college that, football. Yes, but okay, so but Al- the game so against Alabama, Georgia would have not gone. So like that. Alabama that just played one of the best teams in college football, and, and so did we. Week one, and guess what happened? It was a, you it guys was did a, not play one of the best. Oregon. No. You know how that's not what the ranking system said. Oregon well, was a preseason. That's, that's not what the ranking system said. That's why that with was Oregon. I don't care. They were ranked. That game shows has Oregon ever beat an SEC team. I think so. Yeah. In our lifetime, it, since we've I, been I watching know. college football, in a, in a whenever they've played an SEC team, they get smacked because all that Oregon has to offer is some speed. Because it's a, from a few because guys. Of SEC team, right? Exactly. Exactly. Which takes me back to my last point I just made Texas about Georgia not having an easiest schedule because it's filled with SEC teams. Okay, so let's let's go back because you also made another statement, and I wanted to bring this up to you because I knew you were going to act the way you you are now. <laughs> they hate you me. Greg stated, his head. You, you made a. This was a statement before the show that that I was waiting to just bring up. Uh huh. Right. And you said something about the Kentucky Wildcats being the second, second best, best team in the, in the SEC. SEC. Come on. So, so in two, look, you you were the equivalent of how before that Utah Florida game, Florida's unranked. They beat Utah and then jump from thirty seven to twelve. Uh huh. And then get smacked. Did they lose? This is why we shouldn't have rankings so, until week so six. When Kentucky continues <laughs> to win, are y'all gonna apologize to me or no? I'm not saying Kentucky's not a bad. They got to show it. That's the point. They got to show it. Kentucky hasn't like they. Bro, this is week week three coming up. All right, look, okay, I, I'm tired of this. I, and I want y'all both to go separately. And I know it's just week two, but I, I wanna I wanna come back to this the next show. 
top five college football teams right now at this point? Or I got a better question because we, we were talking about how the ranking system is already messed up right now. Who do you think will end being the top five best teams this year? Well, Georgia will definitely be there because that schedule. Yeah. Number one, Georgia. <laughs> if they lose a the game, they better go undefeated. Yeah, if they, then if that if, they, if y'all don't go undefeated with that schedule. And so if we don't go undefeated, then it's, it, you know, I might, might get to this. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get you top five. And Bro, you just said y'all had the easiest schedule that y'all have no, had. No, y'all said that. You just said that. I said we have the easiest schedule we've had in a while. Right. Not easy schedule. A while. It's so a what's a while? It's a difference. Is that a decade? It's a difference between easiest schedule in a while and having is an easy schedule. We never really have easy schedules. This is the easiest we've had in a while. It's a difference, Bo. Y'all just won a national championship. That was one. And then so, so we we just being petty today is what we're doing. How many are we as, gonna as, do? As, that's what's happening. I'm just saying, bro, you you're saying a lot of things that don't hold any weight. We haven't lost yet, so right now I'm holding all the weight. I'm hold I'm sorry, isn't your football team South Carolina? C- can you praise them at all? I mean, honestly, bro, my, my that football That boy ain't talking about South Carolina in about three, four years, Greg. Bro, I ain't playing. I'm going to be honest with you, man. It's like, Bama now. He don't convert my, it like my, he always does. My, he goes my, to the Beagles, to the Saints, to South Carolina, to Bama. You see, you see, you see the trend here? Wow. He always jumps on the best team's bandwagon. That's what he does. No, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like, Bama is just the best team. I've been able to set my biasness aside uh-huh. over these this time that I've watched college football I'm going to be 33 next month my entire life outside I mean my entire like since high school the best team has been Alabama and nobody can say different that's just a fact of the matter that that has nothing to do with if I like them if I you know if I if I wear a shirt uh, if my hat's on backwards with their with their thing it doesn't matter because that is a fact and it's a and fact that, that you have started bandwagoning because of that. Because I'm stating facts? Bro, like, praise your team. Your team is South Carolina. Bro. You got Spencer now. Let's talk about that. Bro, I'm going to be honest with you. Bro, I haven't watched a South Carolina Gamecock game since He's not a real fan is what he's trying to tell you. He's bro, saying it without saying I was it. a South Carolina Gamecock fan because I wanted to play there type thing. It wasn't a, oh, these are my guys. One of my mentors was Eric Norwood, who was a leading pass rusher for the South Carolina Gamecocks. He went to North Cobb, graduated North Cobb. He was a mentor of mine. And so I was fond of them. But they weren't my team. They never were my team. So let's just go ahead and sit that down there. You know what? I'm going to leave you alone for right now. It's okay. We're going to get back to it. So top five teams, Georgia number one. Yeah, Georgia, I'll say number one. Okay. Y'all, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Who's I, two? Y'all, y'all won the championship. Y'all got, y'all gonna go undefeated. Number one. Two. Alabama. Three. It don't matter. We're gonna see a national championship <laughs> game. <laughs> this is how I feel about college football. Yeah, I mean, it may be another situation, and I know the country at large will, will hate it. But we may see Georgia, Georgia Alabama, Alabama in the SEC championship and then again in the, the national, national championship. championship. It, it'll just depend on – because what happens, what Ohio State and Michigan, they mess, they mess it up for themselves exactly. by losing to like Penn, Penn State, State or losing to, <laughs> yeah. you know, like something, someone like that. Right. And it's like, well, 
I get it, like, Bama or Georgia might have had one loss as well, but it's like, we know. And it can't, it's not set up that way with the Big Ten because Ohio State and Michigan, who are currently three and four, they'll play, they play each other and they're in the same division. So we see that every year. And with, uh, it's, it's it's not it's definitely not the same, but I think it's it's a two horse race. Maybe uh, Ohio State can sneak in there. Um, Michigan, I don't know if they have the same kind of magic they had last year to beat Ohio State. I don't, um, I don't know. They were just, I mean, they were on fire. Like they they went into just that half of the season. They they still don't have a quarterback that matters. Um, and they lost, you know, they they lost their two best pass rushers. So I I don't I don't know, but and, and they went into the season like we're going to play start one quarterback the first game and start another quarterback the second game. They don't have a quarterback. Uh, Clemson is is getting the benefit of the doubt big time. Um, Oklahoma, they're getting the benefit of the doubt big time with a new coach. USC is. Uh, they're getting pushed up there because I think a lot of the media and coaches at large want this Lincoln Riley thing in California to work, to Man. bring the Pac-12 back USC, and get them ready for the Big they, Ten. They are up there <laughs> because they are USC. That's it. Yeah. That's, well, they like I've told people, the only two teams from the uh, Pac-12, the current Pac-12, that are allowed to be in the college football playoff are USC and Oregon. Yeah. Washington made it one time. Because they were undefeated. But USC and Oregon, for now, are the only two teams allowed. And just like in the Big 12, Oklahoma and Texas are the only ones allowed. And Oklahoma has, has made it a couple times so far. Right. So, but, top, but I would say Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State. I'm going to say Clemson. Because I think they have an easy schedule, too. And, uh, and USC. They should go undefeated. Yeah, I mean, I just strength of schedule. I think you have to kind of put Clemson in there. Looking at, you know, the fact that Michigan and Ohio State are going to have to play each other. I don't really believe in USC like that. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I got to have Clemson in there. It's going to be interesting. I mean, I think. We're looking at just like how college basketball is becoming more competitive across the board. For sure. You know, with schools, you know, because guys are saying, you know what, I don't have to go to Duke. I don't have to go to UNC anymore to make it to the league and or make money or, you know, because NIL deals and stuff like that. Guys are just trying to go play anywhere. And college football is kind of turning turning to that too. Like guys have shown that you can play at these lower level schools and still make it to the like look at the quarterbacks that have been drafted i mean you ought to just look at what makes this season a little more intriguing is all the uh all the transfer portal movement usc has a transfer um spencer rattler transfer uh caleb caleb williams transferring to usc um there was someone who transferred to LSU from Arizona State, Jaden Daniels. Yep. He transferred. And then Arizona State got a transfer. 
So all this, uh, all this movement with guys being in different places, it can really change your team. Like, yeah, it's one of those few places. Like you've heard that in the NBA, one star player can change your whole team. In college football, I think that also applies. Absolutely. Where one guy can change the whole thing. Especially if it's like a quarterback or a guy who can have the ball in their hands. Like, you know, offensive line I I I am I personally think a guy like if you're if you're coming in and like Evan Neal type guy, you can change any you can change the game as well for a program. Cause then you can run the ball, you can protect better, you could just do so much more. But how how do you guys so with that being said, I how do you guys feel about Jackson State and, you know, what they have going on, on over sure. there? With Shador Sanders is showing out with uh, Travis Hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing big. And, like, that that was a move. Like, we saw a move where a high-profile five-star athlete player went to an HBCU. For sure. I, I would like to see that continue to happen. So, I, you know, my thinking there is what – what really brings those players in like that? They're willing to pass up on a big program, you know, nice facilities, you know, pretty much get treated like a god in, in that, that that big school program. What makes them choose a school like Jackson State and go? You well, know? you look at what Travis Hunter, yeah, he idolized Deion Sanders. Exactly. Was going to go to Florida State like Deion Sanders. Yeah. And then was convinced, why don't you just get coached by Deion Sanders? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, it, it all lined up for him. And a lot of people talk about if Deion Sanders is going to go to an FBS program at any point. I think the best way, right, the best chance for more four and five star players to go to these HBCUs is if the coaches like Deion Sanders stays. If Hugh Jackson gets it going at Grambling, Eddie George at Tennessee State. Uh, So if they get these going where to where they're bringing in guys you know, if these guys want to go to the NFL and you have these guys who have been in the NFL, knows what it takes to get there, why not learn directly from Absolutely. them? Absolutely. I see things changing, y'all. And, I, I, yeah, I see this continuing to happen more and more and more. Because if we get players like Dion, I mean, coaches like Dion out there that don't really care about being in the big-name schools and care more about, you know, being that idol, being that developer, this is going to continue to happen. And I think, you know... I hate to step outside of sports, but I think this would help a lot of more outside of sports. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. And I and I love that impact that this, this has completely. For sure. No, it definitely, it'll take a conscious effort from those coaches and other staff members to really, you know, they're going to have to, it's, it's kind of like being a teacher. You know, if you're a teacher, in today's society, you you have to want to be a teacher. Yeah, like you already don't get paid that much. You, you have to want to make a difference in these kids' lives. Yeah, and that's what it's going to take because you know these programs, these HBCU programs, don't have the funding. You know, they don't have the. They're not going to be able to pay the. You know, the coaches what you know you'd be able to unless get paid. they get some backing. Now, just like we have these. Ex players going to coach these HBCU schools. Do you think there's potential for you know people that also want to help HBCU start throwing money their way? Oh, yeah. Y'all see that happening? Uh, yes, and 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 it's going to be it's needed. Yeah, right. it's needed. You know, a lot of these 
ex-players they want to support the school that they went to for sure um but if they don't feel as if they're welcome as far as being an alum or or a booster they'll go some they'll go somewhere else like you know i wouldn't be surprised if there was an issue with the university of miami not to say that there is but all the great former players that they have right if they don't feel like they're part of the the school tradition the history and the history of it um with the school itself not just right. the football program right but if they feel like they're not part of the culture of the school itself they'll go they'll go back somebody else if they're in miami they'll they'll go to florida a&m <laughs> or right. bethune cookman exactly. and help them now uh, one thing that also comes to my mind just like you have people like us that support this and want to see this continue to happen you got those people out there that don't want to see this happen either and it's messing them up big time you know, what do you think will be the biggest thing to kind of stop this push forward? If there's some kind of incentive, more of an incentive to have a Travis Hunter not go to Jackson State, but to still go to Florida State or to Alabama or to, to go to these power five schools uh, that and, and match the or have an offer that the HBCUs can't match. Can't match like sure. while, you know, Nick Saban may have said like, oh, they offered a guy a million dollars to come to Jackson State. And that's not what happened. Exactly. But you can get an NIL anywhere. Right. Uh, so it's just a matter of where you want to play and, and be more comfortable. And I think it's in those HBCUs, it might be a closer relationship with the coaches. Like you can talk to someone who went to LSU or to Alabama they're closer with their position coach than they are with the head Absolutely. coach. Absolutely. They may have said, Absolutely. my four For years sure. at Alabama, I had one conversation with Nick Saban. Absolutely. I was with the offensive line coach all the time. Right. That's a big that's a big call out there. That's a big call out there. And, you know, thinking from the player's standpoint, yeah, I wanted to be with Dion too. I mean, why, 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 why wouldn't you be? What would be better than that? Especially as a, a young black athlete, you know? Well, De- I mean, Dion was an uh, electrifying Hall of Fame talent. Like he, talent. He, he, he's somebody who, you know, all these kids like equally good in baseball. I mean, they come they, on. they know who Dion Sanders is. For so sure. honestly, him going to Jackson State was, you know, it, it was going to work. Yeah, because of who Dion is. Another tough question I have here, too, is, you know, from an NFL standpoint, when I'm looking at these players, am I am I giving them the same, you know, due diligence? You know, am I taking what they did in college the same way versus somebody going to Alabama, you know, or is that based strictly on their, their name already? Like, if you're already a big five-star recruit, you know, no matter where you go, odds are going to be on you. But for, those, for, some, for some people, they go to college for, you know, it could be a, a, a FBS school. We might not know who they are. They might show out. That might get them to the league. Now, if that same player goes to HBCU, you know, how bad does that hurt them? You know, and that's just a, that's just a, that's a tough question. But that's yeah. that's reality of it. Yeah, I think like early on, it'll still be a thing. I think as the years go on and more kids go, because more kids are going to go to HBCUs. More yeah. kids are going to, you know, not go the traditional route like the the four and five star athletes they they may start teetering you know some of them are still going to go to the power fives for sure for sure you know but 
I think as long as some still go, everything will be fine. I mean, I don't know, man. I I love the movement. I yeah. just love seeing. I just love seeing players like Travis Hunter happy to be out. Like it's different. Like everybody that plays college football, they'll tell you like it's a business. Absolutely. Like and when you can go out there and just play, it's an, it's different when you can play. Imagine you going to a school like Jackson State, like, say you're our age, and you were there in, like, 08, 09 type type deal, and then you look now. Look at the stadiums they're playing in. Look at the, the amount of people that are at the games. Their whole school, this is not just about football. Yeah. Like, this the is entire right community sure. is behind. They're behind. Absolutely. They're traveling. They they're they're doing the right things. They're, I mean, man, it, it's it's just amazing to see. And I think that's what it's going to take. You know, the the not just the boost the boosters, the alumni, the football stuff. It, it's the community coming behind. And it's good that it's that. Like I was excited to see. Like I'm a Florida State fan, but when Travis Hunter chose Jackson State. I was excited for him. For sure. Because, like, he actually made that decision. Right. Um, we've heard about, uh, you know, some four- and five-star players go to visit an HBCU, and we never believe that they're going. Right. Like, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, who plays for the New York Giants now, but before he chose Oregon, he visited Florida A&M. Mm. And that was a big deal at the time. And there's a picture of him, like, you know, you get to try on the uniform right. and all right, that. Right, right, right. But... Everyone in the back of their mind knew he ain't going to Florida A&M. He ain't going. <laughs> and he ends up going to Oregon. But for someone to make the visit and seriously consider and then to actually choose an HBCU, I don't know how long it's going to take for the trickle-down effect, but just for there to be one, I think that's exciting because it can it, – it's it's at least a start. Right. I don't know if it's the, the big game-changer that we hope it would be, but at least – it. It's at least a start because someone has done it. Yep. Right. Now we're not just having a conversation about it. Now we can have a conversation about it. You know, like we can. This is real life. We can watch it. We can exactly. see it develop. And I, I'm just excited. Like, I don't know too many people that aren't fans of Deion Sanders. So, you know how we are about players and their sons Thanks, playing and their next. The next. I mean. <laughs> I'm excited about Shador. Like, yeah. I'm excited to see. It's just a lot of excitement. Like, they don't just have Travis Hunter. Oh, yeah. Like, you they know. They cold. Dion said it. He said that when, when he was asked if they were going to play Bama soon or whatever or something like that. And he was like, you trying to get us killed, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, he knows that they're not ready. And right. That, and, right. And that, and that's part that. of it, too. I love like, yeah. let he's still in the midst of building the program. Right. Exactly. You know, and people want to, like, criticize him already. You know, yeah, you can bring up that they lost to South Carolina State. In the yeah. celebration bowl, you could bring that up. They they yeah, lost. They, they lost. I mean, but them boys that, came back on them. But that yeah. doesn't mean that you know the the story's done. He still is building this program, and I hope he stays there forever. Uh, be and you know people are trying to like, oh well, he's going to be asked about this job and this job, and I was like, it has to be the right 
situation. Like, someone talked perfect. about, like, TCU and Arkansas last year. Like, no, nah, he's not leaving no, what he's, he's doing right now for that. to go to and Arkansas. I, I think it's about understanding who Dion is as a person. Right, right. He don't give a dang about none of that. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's Showtime. He's he's already been in the spotlight. See, they got the right one. Yeah. They got the right guy. Yeah, if he's going to leave, it's going to be for a reason. And the only job I think he'll leave for is Florida State. And it right. might not Absolutely. be the first Absolutely. time after the coach is fired. It may be the third or fourth yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. He, he's not like, okay. That now I'll coach great. in Florida State, and, and everyone will understand. Yeah, yeah. Like it won't be a oh my gosh, man, you you so you sell out. You you know, it's it's gonna be like you have to understand that these coaches have dreams and aspirations too. Just yeah. like these players, some of these guys, some of these coaches played, and then when they got done playing, they didn't know what they were gonna do with themselves, and and they said, you know what. I, this is what I want to do now. And Absolutely. maybe this is what he Dion said he wanted to do and he wants to do it the way he wants to do it. He may he may have dreams to play for, uh, to coach for Alabama or yeah. coach for Georgia or coach for whoever. But let that be his dreams and you know we all have our own. Man, I I, I think this year College football, NFL. I think it's gonna be fun to watch, man. I, I can't wait. You know, uh, y'all hate. Y'all gonna hate me for the next few months. But everything that I'm saying is gonna come true. Okay, Georgia's we'll gonna we'll win see. the championship. The Falcons are gonna bench Mariota and go to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Pitts is gonna have another thousand yard receiving season. Yep, yep. Oh, from behind, they're going to have to throw those prevent yards. Yep, yep. And they're going to trade Calvin Ridley for whoever the best wide receiver you think is in the NFL. They better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Calvin, but you messed up, buddy. We're going to talk about you next show, man. Y'all, it's been real. It's been a good show today. Stay with us, man. It's been real. This hour flew by fast, but we will be here again next month. Second Monday, 4 p.m. after Sports Talks, man. We here. Y'all take care. Thanks for tuning in on After Sports Talk. It's your boy, Dukes. We had a good time. This was fun, but we'll do it again. Peace.